0: of any episode or on the website at feedingcuriosity.net and with that thanks for listening and please enjoy the show. Welcome to Feeding Curiosity. Wait a second. Welcome to Feeding Curiosity. As always this episode of podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is an amazing service. It's Allows you to basically take any book with you at all times. If you're working out, you can listen to a book. If you're on the road, you listen to a book. It turns all that dead time into productive time. And if you're just bored out of your mind. And for me, if I'm not listening to podcasts, I'm listening to Audible. And so with, and if you use our link, audibletrial.com slash feedingcuriosity, you guys will get one free month. And a free book. And the book, you can return it if you don't like it. And so for me, I'm going to tell you some books that I really enjoy. So we're going to go back to basics real quick. We're going to talk about Lord of the Rings, any three of them. It's an amazing series for me. And I could talk your ear off about it because that book just, those entire series just means so much to me. Second book, if you're more into the psychology framework or you want to get real deep philosophically, Viktor Frankl, Search for Meaning. I just picked this one up myself and I heard it probably recommended a hundred times from by now. And I'm like, well, fine, I'm gonna do it. And so that's what it is. And the last book we're going to go back with some tips is the four hour work by Tim Ferriss. So this is another book that I, I listened to actually an audible first and it's really tactical and it's, well-read and I really enjoyed it because it really gives you like it's like homework almost because it gives you things to think about and actually go and do to get your, yourself out of your comfort zone so those are the three books guys so punch over to audibletrial.com slash feeding curiosity and uh, check it out and if you guys like the books and uh, if as always you can go over to feedingcuriosity.net slash book list to check out any other recommended books there What's up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me again on another episode of Feeding Curiosity. I'm Eric Wenzel, as always, your host. And in today's episode, I'll get to that in a second. But first, I want to say a few things. First things first. Uh, Head over to the feedingcuriosity.net website. On the homepage, there is a newsletter sign-up. So if you guys look scroll down, you guys put your email address, and you guys can get a newsletter thing. And what I want to turn this into is my way of giving you guys just little tidbits of things that I'm experimenting with or anything like that actually a really good place other than the newsletter is if you guys follow me on instagram at ev wenzel and uh i'll link it in the description but basically i just share a lot of my like self-experimentations like what i'm eating or new apps or things i'm trying out like right now i'm working with uh, whoop which is an activity tracker w-h-o-o-p and uh, whoop that's the first one is on me so get at it <laughs> but um Yeah, like, this, all the different things that I'm working on that maybe will be blogs in the future or anything like that. Also, books that I might be reading or anything like that. So, and now on today's guest. Today's guest is Dante Brooks. And so, me and Dante have actually been friends basically since freshman year of high school. Um, And we, he kind of... has a trajectory similar to that of a few of my other friends like Joe Jokowski, who's been on the podcast many, many times by now. Uh, he went to the military right after high school and was shipped off into the west coast in California and was there and he gets into the story and then since then he's kind of just been, you know, life has taken him on his path and I thought he was a really interesting person and I, I really respect him a lot because he he had a kid at 23. His first, um, he became a dad and as a friend who who is like the first parent of my you know, close friend group it's really interesting to see the change people make when you do that and so I just really respected his story and what he told us here and he really gets into you know what shaped him and how he deals with things and I I couldn't say any more good things about it and we really had a great conversation and it takes a little bit to warm up but we really got into a good flow toward the end and everything like that and as I always say is these podcasts are a time warp and I, I These are always so much fun for me to be able to share with my friends and um, the people I have around me that are part of my core group. So with that, everybody, give it up for Dante Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. I'm joined by an old friend again, Dante Brooks. And so go ahead. Give yourself a little bio, whatever you want to say.
1: Uh, Hey, everyone. Um... (laughs) We, uh, me and Eric went to school together, um, and met each other like freshman year in our yep. whole clan. <laughs> and um, yeah, I uh, I joined the service um, right after right after high school, along with uh, another friend of ours, Joe. He did a another MOS which was um, field artillery, and I did a uh, avionics, which is like working on planes. Okay. And doing like um, <laughs> doing like the cockpit stuff, like all the little meters and stuff in the cockpit that's that's pretty much that's pretty cool yeah (laughs) so what
0: was your overall because joe's been on here many times and we kind of talked about his military experience so what would you say your military experience was uh, as compared
1: to him um i had a good i had a good experience um i kind of saw you know a lot of people ask me like you know why didn't you stay in? Because you know I did five years and
0: oh yeah, you had one year extra than the majority yeah, of us. Yeah, the
1: w- the one year was for the school because okay. the, the schooling takes almost a year to complete. So um, that's what the extra year was for. Um, but uh, I get a lot of questions like you know why didn't you re-enlist? And you know I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, like I had, I I was married and I was mm-hmm. having my first kid and whatnot. <laughs> And I felt like the service is two things, and that's either um, an experience right. or a lifestyle. Oh, okay, I see. So, for me and everything that I experienced when I was in there, I just went, you know, this is, an, this is supposed to be an experience for me. Because I feel right. like if, if I were to stay in, it would just be for money. Right. And I've seen so many marriages and just relationships fall apart because the person just sent it for money. And they're not focusing on anything else, and they they get miserable, and right. it starts to creep into their life. And it, even when I was on the tail end of my career, right. it was creeping in. You can feel it. Yeah, it, it wasn't. And my wife would like tell me like Hey, don't don't carry that stuff home with you. You know." Oh, so,
0: like kind of like the the baggage of work and. the... Yeah, Kinda just, like all, just the, all, all the Yeah, I totally understand that because, like, when, when Joe was just finally getting out or close to, he was like, you know, we would talk on uh, Xbox Live a lot because that's the only way we could talk to him because he was, you guys are both stationed in California. And so we're all out here in the Midwest, and y- you could tell, like, he would just, you know, being on chat we would be, able to be therapeutic you know kind yeah. of airing out the bad laundry so to speak and you really feel like how frustrated it was and how like isolating it can feel sometimes where you feel like you don't matter in in some ways yeah and i, I can totally understand that like if your heart's not fully in it then you're there's no point to stay in
1: yeah th- that's true you gotta you gotta really want to you gotta be motivated you know yeah. to stay in and gotta have a lot of good reasons for staying in mm-hmm. otherwise you're just You're probably going to end up getting, like, (laughs) they call it NJP'd, non judicial punishment. Right. You're probably just going to get NJP'd, and, like, the next time you re enlist because you're just so mad at everyone, just, you know, kind of mad that you're there. Yeah. So, for me, it was just better to get out and. I'm, I'm definitely happy with my decision mm-hmm. so
0: so just kind of backing up off of that what, what would you say like were the takeaways from it for you? Like as an experience? I obviously that was a, a, a standard but mm-hmm. like anything you learned like this because you had to school and stuff like that
1: um man, I l- Learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I <bet. laughs> And uh, you don't really realize cuz you know, you're, you're doing you're there and you're doing it So right. You don't really realize how much you are learning until you get out into the civilian world mm-hmm. and then you start seeing how other people conduct themselves yeah. and how they treat other people right and i mean you don't want to toot your own horn but it's like man like a lot of these people like they don't <laughs> like either they don't understand you know leadership or right just how to talk to people in general like in a workspace um and you know even um uh, even the other stuff i learned too like you know the electrician right yeah, side of it working up, stuff yeah the technical side of it it was pretty good a lot of this stuff that um a lot of stuff they do like you can apply it to like other electrician jobs but right uh, yeah uh most of the electrician jobs they have like a journeyman so mm-hmm. you have to start that while you're in and okay. kind of log all your stuff and then once you get out you can have logged hours to show them that you have Proof of, yeah, like, yeah, like you a ju- your journeyman certificate you probably won't have it complete but you'll at least be like halfway or something so
0: oh that's cool that's yeah. a, it's really cool Like it's kind of like a like a way out or at least a foot into the back into the normal working world at least yeah and
1: that and that kind of actually <laughs> ties into why i didn't really want to re-enlist because they were like telling our guys that they had to have been in so long and then like they started wanting people to get their what they call cdi stamps which is collateral duty inspector mm-hmm. it just pretty much means you're um Quality assurance pretty much. Oh, okay. For the for the work center. <laughs> yeah. And just they were having so many rules just for what I felt like was basic things that were told to us when we got to the fleet mm-hmm. that all of a sudden they got in power and wanted to change. Oh. And it's just like you're you're just screwing these guys over. Like let them start now right. with what you know what I mean? Like they're they don't know if they're gonna stay in or not, so why limit their options to when they come yeah. to that choice? you know, at the end, I,
0: holding people in who've already spent a yeah. year or two years already trying to get to somewhere they already thought they were going to. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> That's rough. Um, yeah, for, for me, it's weird to like see, cause I love talking to anyone military or any hearing anyone military. Right. So you, you, you were talking before this, like Joe Rogan and stuff always has military guys on and whatnot. And there's always like this, it's like this directness that people from the military have. And then the, the, the also like the part of the mentality like it's very part of it is mature but that's also part of our group of friends but it's like how people conduct themselves after they put into a military situation is applied to like business or working format and i really see that in like you know people who co- go through and they come out and like all of a sudden they're just like wait i remember you five years ago and you're like completely different you know what i mean <laughs> and i really like those kind of like that seeing that happen to people I don't know if you can expand on that because like for you you've had to
1: <laughs> yeah well it's I mean it's a huge change like right from the get go because I mean a lot of people have kind of a idea what the Marine Corps is when right. they, before they go in and then they go to boot camp and it's completely different it's not what mm-hmm. you think it is and it kind of just it starts shattering you know how they say you have to kill the ego right yeah <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much what it does yeah you know it, it kind of kills your ego and then you're like oh I'm not I'm not that important and then right, yeah. and you you will get broken over a number of times over the course of boot camp, And no no matter how confident of a person you think you are, they're going to find a way to break you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if they're good, if they're a good drill instructor, they will. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's just such a, it's such a different place to be in because you have to, the only way you get things done is if you are, if you have that initiative, you gotta, you gotta go out and you gotta do it. And then, you know, you gotta listen all the time Mm -hmm. to, you know, orders and you just have to do them, not question them. And so I think it's just that um, step breaking down of the ego, like right. when you first join boot camp, and then they kind of keep it keep it going. They give you a little bit more freedom as you go along, right? But it's still like, hey, you need to get this done. So you just kind of it just becomes a thing that you do, right? And without you really recognizing, so within like a year you're just you're, you're, you're like a different person but you yeah. don't you don't think you are but the way you just like oh I just I just do it. It's like you've internalized modes right? It's yeah like, it's just a doing like you yeah. just do it now. So.
0: I, I think that's really important too because I think around here you know when life is a little bit slower and you probably notice it since you're not from around here as much anymore where people kind of are a little bit more relaxed and not as like I guess motivated is one way of putting it and it, you know when you're in the military, you, you basically set up objectives and you knock them out. You know, there's no... I don't know why I can't do that. It's just yeah. You just do it. And if you can't figure out a way to do it, then someone else is going to
1: yeah. scream at
0: you until you do. Yeah,
1: there's just some... Um, yeah, it's just the, the, the lifestyle that it is. I mean, because even... Even with my job, you know I was a pogue. You yeah. know, for any other veterans that are listening out there, you know I was a pogue. But even still, you have a uh, you have equipment to work on, and mm-hmm. if this equipment goes bad, you know that that's a pilot that's flying the plane that his that that's his life, right? you yeah. know what I mean. So you have to make sure all that equipment is working, and you know there's just no room for for error. So mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna make sure that you're doing the best that you can do at all times. <laughs> right,
0: yeah. Fire at all cylinders, yeah. so to speak.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, kind of going back a little bit is, do you remember anything <clears throat> from boot camp and like your experience? Like uh, some of the hardest things you had to go through or anything like that because everyone sees it a little bit different, right? So there's like per- specific parts of boot camp that a lot of people always kind of talk about but it just like, your from your personal
1: perspective. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of, I mean, there were, there were so many, Right. <laughs> so many weird <laughs> moments and um, we had a guy, I know we had a guy in our platoon that um he had learned to speak english on the flight to uh to boot camp oh my god didn't know a lick of english i don't even know how he got (laughs) there but um he couldn't he couldn't say like yes sir like it would sound really like broken yes extremely broken and they were talking about putting a a whiteboard on his chest and having having him just fling it up every like have it say yes sir (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, oh my god yeah, there man. There was there was so much stuff. I remember um, one time, uh, you know the people always talk about. Yeah, I'll I'll fight the drill instructors. Oh yeah, like, the big no. guy. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. Because first off, you're not gonna be eating like you should be. You're gonna be skinny. You're gonna be losing weight. And um, we were in the uh, we are in the squad bay, and I don't know what I don't know what happened, but apparently this drill instructor thought I was just. Pretend boxing, like shadow boxing or something. I don't know why. I think it was cleaning or something. And he, he went, hey man, you. He was like, oh, here, come come here. He was like, you think you're tough, recruit? And I was like, I was like, no sir, this recruit does not think he's tough. <laughs> and he was like, no no, you think you are, cause you're over here shadow boxing. And I was like, no I wasn't. And he was like, oh really? <laughs> so he he grabbed my shirt like a fistful of my shirt, and he did it, you know, kind of like on the sneak tip. He. He pushed me like a mm. couple feet back, and then he pulled me in real quick, and then bam, just right in my oh. ribs. And like, man, I knew I, I wanted to fight him so bad, but I knew I was gonna lose. <laughs> I was like, this is this is a futile battle. I'm not I'm not gonna win. And he kind of paused, like, what's your next move now that he hit you? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I was He's wasn't, like, please do it. Yeah, please I do wasn't. It. <laughs> I, I seen the I seen the other recruits that get held back over stupid stuff just because they're just hot-headed they're kind of shit bags yeah. excuse my language <laughs> but I just was like man I cannot I cannot get put in another platoon I'm not trying to go back I've already come this far like right, I, yeah. I just I, I can't so you know you just suck it up and deal with it yeah I was like, man, I was, <laughs> I was, I was hot, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, I bet. I mean, because you're not even doing anything. All of a sudden, he's just like...
1: Yeah, I don't know what it was. It just, I think he was just looking for someone to, someone to pick on, and he was like, yeah, this is perfect. Yeah. I feel like that's just...
0: this part of their job, you know, and to see, yeah. push people's buttons around and see who who they get to break a little bit more. It, it is, it is. I just,
1: <laughs> I was just like, man, like, I didn't even do anything. Like, usually it's like because you messed up. Right. You know, you've messed up on drill or something. Right. And I was not just standing
0: straight enough or something like that. Yeah, falling
1: asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> falling asleep, standing up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I wasn't even doing anything. And I was like, man, like, this sucks. <laughs> this
0: really sucks. <laughs> yeah. So did you go on like, any deployments or anything like that? or?
1: Yeah, I went to um, Bahrain, which is a little. A oh, little right.
0: You were like right after yeah. Joe did, right? Or we
1: before? W- I was right before. Oh, wow. Because okay. I, I, I came, I showed up there and then he showed up a couple a week later a couple weeks later. you guys got to
0: like pass off each other basically yeah
1: we were pretty much there at the same time but i went to bahrain um it's a little a little island off the coast of iran Mm -hmm. it's like super small
0: yeah it's like tiny we have an air base there that's all i really know yeah (laughs) yeah
1: i I went there and um that was pretty cool and nothing was going on they had a they have a navy base there too which is like a hotel it's crazy wait really yeah, you can really, you can really see the difference in budget when like the Marine Corps can barely afford tissue. Yeah, and, you know you got to buy tissue for like the whole, the whole little like shop wherever you work, and then we go over to this Navy base that's also stationed there, and it's like a hotel. I mean, I'm talking they got, they got little courtyards like it looks like a college campus. Right. Like, yeah. It legit looks like a college campus. You know, there's cats everywhere because like cats are like stray dogs out there. Oh, really? And they're all over the place all over the place that's weird <laughs> and uh from so from bahrain we did a uh, a split deployment it's where you're on another deployment inside of a deployment oh weird yeah um and then we we went to jordan and then oh, that wow. was that was for two weeks it was that, like on the way back kind of thing no it was just like in the middle they were doing was I mean, doing operational stuff yeah. and then they were like hey we need people to go on a split deployment here and I was like, yeah, sounds tight. you yeah, okay. like, so, sign me up? Yeah.
0: At least get to see the sum of the world while you're in the military, you know, good yeah. travel paid by them, kind of. Yeah,
1: kind of. In a crappy airplane, right. yeah. yeah. So. I mean, you're, what is that, like an A1? Uh, so, uh, a- it's a C-130. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really it's like pretty, a real airplane.
1: Yeah, it's pretty ghetto. <laughs> like, for, for those who don't know, when you go inside of a C-130, um, imagine when you go to airline, right? You go to the airline, you go into the, you know, where you sit passenger area you know it looks nice you know you got an overhead you got bins you got nice little leather seats you go inside of a c130 and it is wires everywhere you can see like you look up and it's the wires to the plane like it's, it's like electrical wires yeah. everywhere and uh on the on the flight there we had a fly next inside of a uh, a fuel tanker so it was just a giant thing of fuel in the back like huge just like one of those big drums basically like, goes yeah, the like a giant, like that. yeah like a giant yeah like a giant giant steel drum yeah so and then the bathroom is um in front of everybody so oh nice yeah good luck especially if you're a woman just don't don't pee on a c-130 because <laughs> there's nowhere to go it's just like a little you stand up by like the door mm-hmm. and it's just like a little flat you just open the flap and you just to go in front of everybody if you really got to go so dang it's such yeah. a
0: weird it's such a different mentality you ultra know? personal right? yeah. <laughs> you know and then you're like every day the people you work with other people you party with and all that kind of stuff and
1: yeah we didn't really we didn't really do too much partying in jordan yeah i really, don't imagine that yeah but in in bahrain we had some we had some free time so that was nice mm-hmm. you know the the guys that um that worked there the like the middle eastern guys yeah we you know we, we'd only be a lot like three beers but you know we try to sneak them a couple bucks right, yeah. and, you know like hey we i mean it, it got disgusting like we would we'd be like hey mix that shot with the beer and then we would, it would taste so terrible but that'd be like that'd be like the way that we could sneak some more alcohol in so oh
0: my god
1: yeah you had to wait for the right guys and then like they'll find out so they'll get new guys but then of course like at least one of those guys is trying to make extra money so you know, right yeah
0: just, <laughs> probably because they're like these American guys these military guys just want
1: to yeah, well, get they're wasted they're, their dinar is their money their yeah. dinar is actually worth more than uh, American money oh really yeah but they still they still want it yeah <laughs> so, of
0: course right more money yeah. is more money right and,
1: and out there like um, it's just like within their culture to just negotiate everything. Oh, so yeah. like when you go when you go out in town, like we got the chance to go out in town one time, and um, we go down this this little road, and it's like you know the roads you see in the movies where it's really tight and like people are like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, and there's like that, animals on the road. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it's like. And um, everything that they sell there, you can negotiate. So you can be like, um, like for instance, they'll have a hat. Yeah, and they'll be like. Um, how much? How much? And then you tell them like three BD yeah. or something. Or well, let's go higher like ten BD. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, you know, you try to negotiate a price, so you can negotiate down. Yeah. And then most of the time they'll will they'll, they'll oblige. Sometimes sometimes they won't if it's like something nice. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like if there's some like iPods, they're not gonna right. Just yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's no way, right?
1: <laughs> but like when it comes to clothes and stuff, like they'll um they'll they'll definitely negotiate down. And then uh, it's kind of. Kind of interesting too, because when you're walking around, you got to be mindful of everyone you're walking around because oh. they have, because um, you know they're they're Muslim, right? Yeah. So they have a um, a horn in the city, and mm-hmm. when the horn, uh, they have a horn at dawn and another one in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. and then one at night. I'm pretty sure. Like 80 p.m. or so. Mm-hmm. So when you're walking around and you're shopping, you'll hear the you'll hear the horn or the music. Yeah. And everyone will pull out their rugs and they'll take off their shoes and they'll pray for like five minutes wow and you can't move so you just gotta sit there and just wait for their prayer yeah just minutes. wait for their prayer to be done and and then wow. and just like in the middle of the street just randomly wherever just, you are you have yeah to wherever do you it? are they just they'll just stop and they'll just start praying so you gotta wait for them to finish wow
0: that's so strange like you know yeah. especially <laughs> like here in the united states where there's none of that right there yeah <laughs> you know everyone's going somewhere right there's, yeah the, if someone stopped right in front of you, you'd you be swearing at that person right? yeah you'd be like what the heck are you doing but <laughs> yeah. you gotta realize
1: you're in another country and this like this is what they do every day this is how they live yeah so you kind of gotta you gotta be patient like they mm-hmm. tell you that before you go out in town like hey this is the different culture you know american culture is like let me get it let me get it let me get it now and then you're gonna go over here and you might have to wait like a few minutes just for something simple just because you know they don't they're not in a rush you know they yeah they have nothing to rush for this this well, is their life so plus
0: over there it's not really that modern right i mean there's still modern stuff but it's no, it's
1: it's pretty modern it's just um certain parts of it right yeah now. like certain parts of it like they have a mall they have a huge mall out there really it is huge yeah <laughs> and they have a lot of crazy like european stuff that i've mm-hmm. never heard of before um and then they have a lot of regular stores you know they have a little strip that's right next to the, the naval base mm-hmm. and it has you know has mcdonald's right yeah. has stuff like that but you know they don't eat i don't think they i don't think they eat chicken i think it's like lamb or something oh
0: wow so they say like a specific yeah, foods yeah for them. it's not it's not
1: real chicken it's, yeah. it's like something else i'm not sure what it is right but it's not chicken <laughs> <laughs> but um they do have they do have um tandoori chicken Or at least they call it that. I'm, Mm -hmm. I don't don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's Uh, saying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure the uh, the phase or whatever how it's supposed to be done. But they have tandoori and it's something like chicken Mm -hmm. and it is delicious. It's like yeah, it's like an oven that like cooks it in like this weird way and then it it makes it orange with like little like little burn marks like grill marks and it is oh so good, so so (laughs) delicious. It's pretty totally worth it. Yeah. Any other other foods that
0: you tried out there that you
1: remember? Um, I tried shawarma. That oh, was, yeah. Yeah, that was good. But my favorite was the tandoori chicken. Mm-hmm. That was... At least they called it chicken. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but that, the tandoori style of how they cook, was really... It was really good. Awesome. So, yeah.
0: Um. So then kind of going back forward, or back, going forward a little bit from there, is so you came back from, like, that deployment, and then you knew you were going to be getting out. So, like, what happened since then? Like, what's your transition been like And just, you know, um, figuring out your life post-military, I guess,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> It was a little rough at first because mm-hmm. if I had stayed in San Diego with the the job skill that I had, I could have easily found, you know, uh, what they call a tech rep position and mm-hmm. that's where you just you pretty much do the same thing in the same work or pretty much the same workshop. Right. But you're you're a civilian now. You don't have to wear the clothes or anything. Right, like you yeah. work for a company. So you just come in, do your do your stuff, or sit you know, sit down, work your hours and yeah. fix stuff and then you're done. You know, you don't have to deal with any of the BS and stuff, you're right. it's a regular guy. But, um, I moved up to Palm Springs and it was pretty much like starting fresh. Like oh, I had really? to, yeah, it was pretty much like I had to start new again. So it yeah. was a little, it was a little rough at first. Um, was unemployed for a while mm-hmm. because I was in like this weird space where my unemployment was like paying me more than it, like most other minimum wage jobs right, out there. Yeah. I mean, so that's I was, like,
0: totally fine. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I didn't want to be like, well, I'll take the job now I'm earning less. Yeah. Yeah. But... You know i just trying to find a job was like way harder so i ended up taking i i started at uh ups which was cool i met a guy mm-hmm. there i'm still friends with him uh till today um we go paintballing and stuff real oh, cool nice. guy <laughs> but that was seasonal and then i went to a warehouse job um and that was that was all right until <clears throat> i got let go because of a an accident that was in no way my fault <laughs> but um because of bad leadership and people mm-hmm. that don't know how to lead or what to do, um, ended up getting going from that job. And then now I'm at the job where I'm at now. So I'm nice. I'm, it's nice. You're, st- cause I'm, you're stable. Yeah, because I'm stable now. so <laughs> That's
0: good. But yeah, I mean. it
1: was it was kind of drawing at first because I, I was. Thinking like, oh, it won't be too hard to get a job, but right, yeah, yeah, especially when you're in a, a new town like that, and it's not yeah, really, I mean, not really a military in relation, town. Sorry. In
0: relation, to San Diego, how far is that? Way north of yeah, there? Yeah, it's
1: north, and it's about an hour and a half. Yeah, about from an hour from San Diego. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so it's like midway between there and LA.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's on the like the right, like the right side. Of it. So if you go just east from us. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. you'll hit Palm Springs because okay. it's that w- the major highway that cuts through. Yeah, and then that goes all the way to the border. So Yeah,
0: I mean, I totally makes sense why you would move out to somewhere like there too, since housing and stuff is yeah can be well, a little I, insane in that area. <laughs> I
1: actually moved out there um because of my wife, right? Because I was getting out and I kind of had to make make a choice between going back home and having her in like a new environment and stuff like that, right? Yeah, versus me, where I've already been away from home pretty much for five years, right. so. It's not that big of a change for me. Oh yeah, that so, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to bring her here and then put her through all that. You right. know, she's got to find like new everything. Right. And, you know, she's away from her friends and her family, and she's um, she immigrated from Mexico. Hmm. So she's really close with her family. Like yeah. really close. Yeah, that makes total sense. So you know, I didn't want to. I definitely didn't want to take her from that. So
0: yeah, I totally understand that. I mean, especially too, if the way I see it too is you were gone for five years from here right and then if you Mm -hmm. came back here you had to move back home with your parents and then that's a whole different strain because you're already you know you've been living on your own for the last five years right (laughs) so that like level of independence then to be like wrapped up underneath like you know (laughs) your parents umbrella again it's a little strange I I could just imagine right because you're like well I can already figure out how to live by myself (laughs) yeah
1: and uh, my my mom's pretty uh, very 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 strict yeah like I remember super, that from like super duper like high strict. school <laughs> so, <laughs> I totally remember so yeah definitely wasn't gonna bring her in, into all that too um her her family is a lot more they're a lot more laid back mm-hmm. they're uh you know I'm really grateful that they they let us stay with them for yeah. a while and now we've gotten uh, a house now nice so which is great for everyone because you know we got an extra room right yeah and now the kids have like a place to play right. they can run around just more space period. yeah <laughs> way more space and it's just it's just so much better for them with i mean they got a backyard they can run around and right yeah that's pretty much the major thing and
0: uh so that kind of just totally naturally flows into the next part of it. it's like what's it like being a dad i mean it's, a, it's such a strange thing to think about you know even though being a dad at 25 is i mean you've Probably, wow, what you had twenty three, I think your first around there.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, twenty three.
0: So, to to think of that for me in my own perspective, my own life is weird. But it's not a weird, and a bad way. It's just not where my life headed, right? <laughs> and it'll, it'll go there eventually, right? But it's just, it, I just think it's important to talk about because not many people get to share that stuff. Yeah. Right? Especially as it happens, because once it happens, it's like, oh Jesus, my whole life is just.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, man. It's a it's a huge change. You know, my. My mom always said, you know, if you're gonna have kids, just have them now because you can't afford them anyways. So, right? Which is true. <laughs> way too expensive.
0: <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, that's a really words of wisdom right there.
1: Yeah, but um, it's um, it's a lot of a lot of growing, you know. because right. It's a it's another person, you know. Mm-hmm. It's another life, and you know, I know I know people like, you know, they'll they'll go and get dogs and whatnot. Right. I'm like that's cool, but you can sit a dog outside you know what i mean you can <laughs> yeah
0: if you don't want do to you go to work
1: and leave your dog at the house you can't go to work and leave your kids at the house you know so it's like right. um, it's a huge change and um you know you definitely got to you know especially nowadays, you know worry about who's watching your kids yeah, and stuff d- like that absolutely. so that's why i'm i feel lucky cuz the her mother my mother in law mm-hmm. she watches the kids while we go to work so oh, it kind of awesome. kind of works out now cuz yeah. um um the stepsister, she picked up another, or sister-in-law. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, she picked up another job, so like it's kind of equal now. So she can stay at home and watch the kids, and yeah. you know, everybody else goes out and works. So it's kind of it's kind of a good setup. Um, but yeah, it's just it's fun. It's fun <laughs> too because you. You don't realize who like who you are, or, like how you act as a person, until you have kids, and then they start doing things that you
0: notice in yeah. yourself, right? And you're like,
1: wait, do I really do that? <laughs> you're like, oh man, especially like, um, my son, he's, he, you know, you you saw him today. He's, yeah, I saw him today. He's getting pretty good at um, like talking or like yeah. talking back, I should say. <laughs> Get a little he's, attitude. Yeah, in him. He's, hit, he's hitting the three majors as they call him, and yeah, man, I we were um outside a couple months ago and we had told him you know we got to get in the car we got to go somewhere and he just looked at me he mumbled some words pointed his hand and then he (laughs) sat down and he put it he put his hands on his face i'm like like okay like listen man like (laughs) can you just get in the car like (laughs)
0: he's like i don't want to leave yeah man he's
1: he's, he acts like he's grown out he's he's, too smart he figures out how to unlock the doors and really yeah he actually he actually ran out the house because he knows how to unlock the doors so we had to put um these alarms like these swimming pool alarms they're extremely loud but at least like when um my mother-in-law's there Watching him She can hear the door open Yeah just it in makes case like He's a playing huge, with it <laughs> Yeah it makes like A huge noise. He's really smart That's crazy So you know it, It's kind of weird Like you watch some Of these news stories Like oh how could you Let your your son Or your, da- or your daughter And then they like Escape or yeah, they playing come out the with house. something They're not supposed and To be like, kid, with Kids are smart Kids are more smart Than you think mm-hmm. And it doesn't take them long to figure out things we're at, we're at the new house for a week and a half mm-hmm. before he figured out how to unlock and lock all the doors wow and then the, the locks that we have on the the bedroom doors are like it's weird like you put a little like s- screwdriver or flathead yeah you put a flathead in it locks and unlocks yeah and he already knows how to twist it with his fingernail yeah, he Man. he just figured it out. Like he didn't see any of us do it. We were specific. We were very specific. Like, hey, we cannot let him see. I don't like these doors because we don't want him just roaming around in all everyone's right, room. Yeah. And he just figured it out on his own. He just sat there and then <laughs> he mo- with yeah, them. just noticed the move. And now he knows how to unlock and lock himself. That's so.
0: crazy. Yeah, I I mean it's crazy for me to see it too because like we were just went to to lunch with you and your family and seeing him act. But actually, both of them—they both act a lot like you, and like the way—it's you... so weird. Like it's like mini Dante's running around in so many ways. And I bet for you too, it like, kind of puts everything in perspective, like dealing with people and getting like upset about little things that really don't matter.
1: It does. It like... does. Because it—it makes you think about so many situations where you do get mad, and you're like, mm, "I don't think I should be getting mad about this. Right. This doesn't seem like that big of a deal." <laughs> Especially when you know your your son gets mad over. know he'll throw a tantrum you know because he wants ice cream or something Right. yeah there's something little and then you go well he's just acting like me is that what i do when i'm hungry (laughs) Uh, that's probably what i do when i'm hungry maybe i should stop that so (laughs) kind
0: of (laughs) you got to check yourself a little bit before
1: yeah it's like wait a minute if i'm gonna get mad at him now i gotta get mad at myself so that's
0: that's pretty Ah. cool yeah i mean it's, it's in the on the top of that just like seeing someone like you who's been like so close to like you know jumping into being a dad like you just you're like well This is where my die is cast kind of thing. And just, you know, putting your head down and just going with it. And I I think that's really special because there's a lot of people who I think run away from it, especially if they're not ready for it, you know? And I really appreciate seeing that because it just really puts, shows a lot about who you are as a person to me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Thank you. But, um, I think it just, it's, um, you know, it has to do a little bit with like how you, well, you know, how you are as a person naturally and then like just, maybe how you grew up and like the Mm -hmm. things that happened to you and your surroundings right because i mean i I mean i know there's i know a few people that are you know they're good guys but like man they they just don't want kids you know if you if you don't want kids like you know don't have them because that's how bad parents are made you know right it's just you know just don't just stay away from (laughs) them but um for me i just i kind of in the back of my mind i kind of always wanted a family right um just because of the way I grew up, you know, I didn't have I didn't have my parents around, I didn't have my mom or dad. Mm-hmm. I call I call my aunt that takes care of me my mom. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But um I didn't have neither one of my parents around, so I just want to be around for my kids. Right. So and um you know like with the you know how you how you raised aspect, you know, if you it's weird because I really think about it now like especially being like older Mm-hmm. you know creeping up on 30 we're all creeping up on 30. right yeah. <laughs> halfway <laughs> you know, there right or you, at least five years away yeah <laughs> it like it like forces you to really think about everything that has affected you and why you are that the way right, that yeah. you are and um it sounds kind of silly but just because of my living situation and like i didn't really have you know people to look up to or anything like right. that um one of my favorite shows was king of queens mm-hmm and for the for those who haven't seen it um go see it it's a great show it's a it's a pretty old show but it's really good you can find it somewhere i guarantee yeah but it's really good because it, it it paints an a very honest depiction of what being in a relationship is like right or like having discussing having kids um they do just a really good job of like every day like you know this yeah. this, this is what not it's like not like, glamorizing life or yeah, anything not, like that it's not like oh you know every day is amazing it's all screenshots and you know Instagram right. posts like it's that's you know that's that's not it yeah. you know what I mean You've, you really gotta just love who's around you you know like yeah. the, the people that you're with and yeah. if you don't if I mean you <laughs> don't, if you don't even love it in the in the first place then you're just gonna you're gonna have problems yeah so. I mean
0: that kind of goes back to why you're even here right now like Last week you, you texted all of us in a group text and you're like, hey, I'm coming home this week. Let's what are we going to do? Right. And it's, no. it's really cool because there wasn't like, you know, there was no like Facebook message or anything like that. It was just a really direct text to all of the people that you still are in contact with back here. And then we just set up plans, you know, we're like are we all, right, all going to be here at this time or go to dinner here whatever. And
1: yeah.
0: I think that really <clears> shows <throat> to the kind of relationships we make as a group of people. You know, and how, and I, you know, I talk about it a lot. Is that like social media and all that stuff, and glamorizing or like picking the best about your life, the most interesting aspects is is fine, but it's not healthy in the long term, right? You really have to like figure out the relationships and the the, for lack of a better term, tribe of people that you resonate with and. You know, you're, you're home for last time, what, probably like a year from now or last year? It was
1: it was actually two years ago.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was because I yeah. haven't seen the little one since, bef- since Yeah. The- <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. So, it's been like two years, but it's like you come home, and I tell this about all of our friends. Is you come home, and no matter how far or how long it's been, it's like we pick up right where it left off, you know? It doesn't matter what changes. It just... Dante's yeah. home. What are we going to do with him? Like, it's just yeah. fun. It's just so much fun to have that kind of like connection that we do no matter what changes over the last, it's, uh, I was just thinking about this like seven years since high school's over.
1: Yeah.
0: It's crazy to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. that That is kind of crazy. Right? I mean, I, I mean, I, I love it too, especially like, you know, when we, like we haven't talked in a while or anything right, yeah. like that. And then we do talk and it's like, we talked to each other yesterday. Right. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, that, um, it's almost like that break doesn't even exist yeah exactly but um that's i mean i love it too i love you know coming back here and like hanging out with everybody i Mm -hmm. know everybody's got lives and whatnot, but it's still nice like seeing as many people as i can while i can so you know
0: to me it's like these relationships like you should never forget where you came from in some ways right and that's kind of what this group of friends is it keeps me grounded and now that i'm doing you know not to be meta with the podcast but it's like my way of sharing with the world like where i'm coming from and like where my sphere of people is and where we you know how we've all grounded ourselves and have you know we're going off in our own little directions here and there but it really shows like the type of character we carry as a group right and you know like i said with you being a dad and i think it's really important that you share that story because there's a lot of people out there that don't get to share that right and then when i think about parenting itself it's the only job you get that you don't need to have some sort of special training to become, yeah, right. <laughs> and so when you see someone who really takes it, you know, not for granted and really puts everything they can into being the best that dad or whatever the parent they can be, is it's really special to see. And I just don't, I don't want to undersell it at all because I think it's really <laughs> important, especially as young as we are, as some people would say. Still,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, I, I I get kind of weird looks sometimes because, really? um, you know, Palm Springs is an older community, so oh, okay they kind of see me like with my son and my wife and they're like whoa you look a little young like yeah. <laughs> and then um you know another thing because you know my my wife's um mexican yeah she's really light-skinned yeah so i avian is really like kind of dark yeah and then the other one's light yeah so then a lot of times they'll ask they'll be like oh is he your kid and i'll be like yeah and they'll be like the other one too <laughs> it's like yes, they're both mine. Right? <laughs> just one's like one's one's yeah. a little dark. It just it just happened out that way. So.
0: It's gotta be a little weird too, because since you know with the mixed ethnicity for for not like in a bad way or anything, but just trying to navigate that individually eventually is gonna be a little strange.
1: Yeah, But yeah. It it's it's a little. It's fun, though. Right. I don't
0: think it's a bad thing, and I don't think anyone should view it as a weird thing where it's like, you know, lost identity or something. I think it should be... I think it's better in some ways because they'll have this kind of, you know, multifaceted viewpoint of how to operate within multiple cultures since your wife is so connected to the the Mexican culture. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I definitely agree. And, um, (laughs) you know, it's cool because, like, they're... You know, they're they're biracial, so they have... And they have, like, a, you know, real like, you know, Mexican mother right, who's yeah. from Mexico. They then, understand you know, a little Spanish. They understand it already. They can, yeah, yeah. my my wife talks to them in Spanish mm-hmm. like 80% of the time. Oh, wow, okay. That's and awesome. sometimes she talks to them in English. And, yeah. You know, I can't speak Spanish, Right. Yeah. so I talk to them in English, <laughs> but they understand all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just when they're so young, like they just, they pick it up like yeah, so just, quick. They're
0: just, when he to talk to them all the time, it's just yeah. there, It's ingrained. almost kind of weird
1: how like fast they learn too. Yeah. Yeah, like the you know wife will say like a bunch of stuff in Spanish and then, you know, he'll like respond like a C or something like that. Really? And yeah, like he he does it now. So
0: that's so weird. Yeah. I can't even. I just can't imagine because you know obviously my parents never spoke a different language even though my mom can speak Polish. Yeah, but it was just never necessary for well, them. To- well, they
1: say that you know that's the best time for them to learn is when they're really young because you know they they pick it up right. So yeah, because they're just
0: learning everything right now. Yeah. and nothing's.
1: So now I kind of feel like i gotta learn spanish before they get too old because then they're gonna start talking smack to me in spanish yeah i'm not gonna understand it and it's like listen i gotta i gotta know what you're saying to me
0: (laughs) so you can talk back if they're talking back to
1: you at least i gotta know i don't even have to be able to speak it i just gotta know like hey what are you saying to me are you talking back to me (laughs) like
0: so you can be like hey
1: (laughs) yeah i gotta gotta be able to at least correct it so there's
0: an app called duolingo Mm -hmm. that uh it's basically languages and it's like app focus so you just go but,
1: in. but you know what's difficult about what's all those apps is that there's different types of spanish to be spoken. oh you're right i didn't even think so about that i got the Babel app yeah and i you know i took it in mexico you know i was trying to learn a couple words yeah. here and there and i think i said como te llamas yeah which is like what is your name yeah and her cousin immediately corrected me and told me that's not how I say it and I was like what like come on I'm learning through an app and you're telling me this is wrong and then I I, I forgot the other way to say it because I was trying to learn it that way yeah, like exactly. I was focused on so learning so that's it how that you're th- focused on remembering yeah, and, then she, and then they both said like hey that's that's not how you say it we say it differently and I'm like w- w- which way am I supposed to learn like where's the other book for how you guys are going to say it you're
0: like where's your
1: app yeah so it gets it gets kind of weird sometimes with just the way they speak and like right a lot of the novellas speak like proper Spanish. Yeah, like so, like higher class kind yeah, of. Yeah, like uppity. Yeah, I guess. exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's been kind of a trip trying to learn the right words right, to say. Yeah. So
0: like, the way my mom calls it is like ghetto Polish. Is it what she calls her Polish? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> slang and stuff like that. Not really. You know, it's not something you learn in a classroom. it's just you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Um is there anything else we're already almost in an hour any other things you want to talk about in the time
1: um well i could tell the story of how i met my wife i think that's pretty interesting go for it um so i met her when i was still in the marine corps Mm -hmm. and you know i was doing the whole marine corps thing you know whatnot and i was drinking a lot like a lot a lot what's the marine
0: corps does a lot yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i actually um had like a like a bad experience like almost crashed a car with somebody in it so i was like yeah i need to stop so i kind of stopped for a while kind of made me like look at myself like i need to stop drinking so much yeah so one night i decided to like just like have one set the bears. i wasn't wasn't even thinking about going out right met up with some guys that i hadn't seen in a while and uh we started drinking hanging out having a good time and then we had a dd someone was like hey dd so we went out to a club uh, across the street from base, and um, we get there, and not exaggerating, I'm not making this up. <laughs> this is this really happened. I don't I don't remember this chick's name. We'll call her Stephanie. We walked in, and it's like five of us. We walked in. She sees us. She sees us. Walks up, grabs her hand like shaking it, like shaking her hand, and she goes, "My name is Stephanie. I like to f." whoa and we were like whoa and like <laughs> i didn't even say anything because i was like wait did she really just say that yeah like, you're like
0: double taken because you're not even sure that's real yeah i was
1: like wait is this a joke or something and no i don't think it was and you know we got to talking with them and i guess her and her friend you know they're really promiscuous they're right, yeah. <laughs> it was like a dream come true like if you're a single guy you're like whoa, this can't get any better like like they don't even have to work for this right <laughs> yeah this might be three's company you know and uh um, we uh we were there for like a couple minutes and then everybody else decided to go and I was there standing in front of the chick and she was like hey you know you don't have to go and you know I just I looked back at the door and then I thought about like wait hey, man how many times have I done this you know what I mean like how right. many times yeah. how many one night stands by I had? like enough and I just was like nope um I'm gonna go with them and she looked at me like I was the dumbest person on earth which most people would say that <laughs> and so we left and we went to another bar that was um almost like a, another dive bar ish thing mm-hmm. right by base we go in there and um there was my future wife sitting she just got off work she wasn't drinking or nothing she was just chilling there with a friend and we just started talking and we wow. I, think, I think first we started talking on like snapchat or whatever right. and then we went on a couple of dates and that was that. And you know, if I if I never like had the intestinal fortitude right. to just say no to like another, you know, whatever just one night stand, yeah, right? Another one night stand and I would never met my wife and I wouldn't even know if I'd be here. So Yeah. It's kinda of, kinda of weird how that that fork in the road kinda right. like works out.
0: It's like you knew too part of you knew like this is not what I wanted to, my direction of my life to go in some way and you're
1: yeah, well, I mean, I was thinking about all that Well, I was no, just, but I mean, you, you're
0: kind of like, you're just like, I'm just done with it, right? Yeah, that yeah, kind of just, lifestyle Yeah, I was you, like, I'm,
1: you know, I'm done you just You're burnt out by it or, you, Yeah, pretty pretty burnt out by it and you I know, I Especially just, like, when you have that, like, you know,
0: you're drunk drunk driving or possibly Yeah, you almost which I killed do somebody. regret um, Right
1: I really do, and the guy that I was with, I still, every time we talk I'm really good friends with him and That's every, good Yeah, <laughs> every, time, every time we talk to him, we were on deployment together Oh, really? Yeah, he was my deployment buddy and um, you know, I tell him every time like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry." That's how I start off the conversation.
0: Yeah, you're never gonna let us have a down at all. <laughs> no, I don't. I
1: don't. Know. There's there's too much regret involved because I, I went back to the place where we almost got into an right. accident and um, we hit grass and there was there was a tree. Yeah, I went back, and um, I went back to the next day in the morning, and where the tire track was and where the tree was yeah was not even a foot like your foot like your foot cannot fit in between the space so you're just barely hit, from hitting that tree like inches away and then that was that was when i was like okay well now i just i need to stop because yeah. now not only was it just me it was someone else right yeah and that's you know it, you don't ever want to be in a situation where you could you know hurt somebody else too that's right yeah. that's that's like one of the worst things you could is do is irresponsible so, right yeah we're completely irresponsible <laughs> just you know driving like that and right i mean i was in the marine corps you couldn't tell me anything you know we am not <laughs> having fun so well
0: yeah that's the culture of it especially with how heavy those guys drink a lot of the times it's just it's just so ingrained you know yeah
1: it, i mean it really is ingrained in the culture and then it's also funny too that they try to penalize people so much for um like drinking underage like in the in the barracks like i can understand maybe if they were out in town yeah but if they're like they're around people they're not doing anything like you gotta understand it's gonna happen like right. you can try to get rid of it as much as you can but you are not gonna get rid of it <laughs> and they they try to have this like oh you better not attitude and then like they're gonna point yeah, same <laughs> pe- those, those same people talk about like you know the back in, my, in the old core like okay oh, weren't you weren't yeah. you doing worse like <laughs> yeah shit back then it was probably <laughs> yeah like you you didn't even have these rules you know what i mean like yeah it was it was crazy but um there's another reason why I got out, just the, the hypocrisy of higher ups. You know, there. I I watched higher ups, literally forge documents just to get somebody in trouble, and then when that person went back and said, no, this this isn't true, they were, they just they uh, shredded the document, like, oh, this never happened. Dikes. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, that was uh, just another- <laughs> Yeah, I
0: guess that kind of pulls the, the the sparkle off of you know. The military for you when you start seeing things like that popping up which is not yeah. to say anything bad about the whole institution of it but no there's nothing <laughs> the,
1: the, the marine corps is a great institution because the just for the people that you're around and the structure that you have it's absolutely great yeah. because you learn so much and it forces you to learn so much and to be mature mm-hmm. that i i think is a great institution but there's just certain people in there i mean like there's certain people everywhere but i feel like these certain people like if you were to try some of those things like out in the civilian world you would get fired and right. you would get like sued or something because that's what happens out you know out in the civilian world and they just kind of you know just kind of do whatever like ah whatever yeah it is is your yeah. late. i don't want to hear it, you
0: know? <laughs> right yeah like this i shouldn't be dealing with that kind of thing right <laughs> just, yeah yeah i mean I, it just seems like you learned so much in the last you know seven years or so has is, is it, is it been and it's just really cool to see the stories and you know part of the things that I always keep coming up with these podcasts is kind of just sharing the stories as it develops over the years you know because now yeah. you know with you being on the first one here you will know, get to Interview you again, you know, a couple years from now or whatever. And Sweet, you know, like wh- how whatever often we make it out there, and you know, now that I'm mobile, I can come out by you guys or something and experience stuff like that. It's just sharing ex- many experiences about as broad, you know. Yeah,
1: this this sw- this is cool what you're doing. I I, I really <laughs> do like kind of admire what you're doing. You know, it's <laughs> nice to see that like w- when we're all older, a little bit older per right, se, yeah. like we're all doing like a little little side venture. Like right. it's it's cool to see you know you know jordan's doing his thing and you know you're doing this like it's it's cool to see that you know kind of it's like oh man they're they're doing really good stuff you know like it It brings me joy
0: (laughs) yeah i get it 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 makes you feel fun too like you know when i hear my friends starting to think of other things they want to do because they see me doing other stuff and things like that i'm like yeah like that's awesome like do all of it like you know whatever you want to do is like super cool like joe said you want to do some writing i don't know if you want to talk talk anything about that
1: yeah um
0: you don't have to say anything specific but yeah yeah, yeah. just for idea purposes but
1: (laughs) i um i recently got in got into i guess writing a little bit right yeah i'm really bad at writing hey dude that's
0: what that's the whole reason the the website exists more like note taking
1: (laughs) (laughs) but um i just um i had some ideas for like um just like video games or movies you know i feel like i've had like narrative stuff. Yeah, like narrative stuff. You know, like I feel like I've had a lot of stuff happen in my life, that, you know, it's kind of weird, and I try to put it in perspective. And the right. way that, the way that helped me put a lot of things in perspective mm-hmm. was like movies and film. Right. And the way they kind of illustrate um, certain aspects of life. Like for my favorite movie, is um Titanic. Um, it's a really really old sci-fi movie they do like they do the regular like kind of you know regular disney right like 90s style <laughs> and they mix it with cgi It was kind of weird but yeah um the like the narrative of that story really really kind of struck with me um and that was kind of the first movie where i was like oh I, I really liked it and then um you know i watched a lot of tv and then another thing that stuck with me was like king of queens and things right. like that and now that I'm older, I'm kind of getting into the cinema, so uh, more so, and I kind of see how, how difficult it really is. And playing, playing, you know, playing the piano kind of helped me with that, 'cause, you know, you think about music and you're like, oh man, you, you hear all these beats on the radio. Oh, this dude sucks. I can make that, <laughs> and then and then you try to make it, and you go, oh, it's a little bit more difficult yeah, than I yeah. thought. And then you learn how to do it, and you try to, you know, teach yourself, and then it kind of teaches you that. It, it, you know, something that just looks easy that you might think, Oh, I can do that too. That yeah. You know, that, that kind of mindset. N- no, you you gotta try to do that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a process. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> quite difficult to do. Yeah. So helping the piano kinda get, give me the perspective for mm-hmm. that. And now that I'm older, I kinda see the value of, you know, cinema and movies and yeah. things like that because they they influence so much. And I mean right. just look at just look at Marvel.
0: Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Look comic at comic books and, and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: and all that came to be because well i would like to think because of transformers look look what that movie did Mm -hmm. and that kind of just changed the whole movie genre to where it's about the movie you know not so much about the actor right you know it's kind of like a role that you could just stick any actor in right yeah and uh just kind of putting things in perspective like that and
0: well there's something that resonates right there's something to the core of these things that are mainstream now right like star wars is a huge one now yeah and i remember when i was growing up in in like elementary school and stuff it was it was nerdy to be a fan of star wars
1: yeah now right. now, now now it's, now it's cool right, now yeah <laughs> now it's
0: cool and it's weird to see that transformation like even yeah. superheroes right like i love spider-man and people thought that wasn't really that cool like i have comic books all over yeah. <laughs> and you know seeing you know the more i get Involved with like talking to people and um, just listening to podcasts in general and like hearing stories of people, mm-hmm. you realize that the the things we read or watch, even if it's like a comic book or something like that, they resonate deeper than just from an entertainment value Mm. they're they're telling something about like a human condition in many ways you know like how we deal with problems and struggles and you know how to react under pressure and stuff like that and yeah you know and it it is not to undersell anything it's it's how you can map the world for yourself kind of you know and gain strength from it and i think being able to tell your story even if it's in a you know not a hundred percent you know non-fiction then it's still better than not telling it at all because yeah, and it
1: and it, it really is and like it kind of made me think like man you know i don't think my stories are that unique but i it's kind of like well i know there's other people out there with like really unique experiences you know i wish they could you know find a way to you know illustrate it right and um the like i guess kind of without getting too specific like right, yeah. w- like i think about uh, video games you know i play a lot of video games mm-hmm. and you know the last of us and like all these other titles that are really mature and then i kind of i kind of thought about it and Went well where's the mature title for racing games or is it there, there yeah. really is none you know it's like um it's just the surface level yeah it it's just, just racing it, the car. it really is it's like uh it's like <laughs> one, it's like one layer maybe two yeah and then that's about it i mean they there's great racing games you know dirt 2 forza right, yeah like they're they're all really great but then it's like well where's where's the story where's yeah like there's no element in there there's nothing nuance to it right yeah and then you kind of look at the racing genre kind of kind of fell off a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's like well you need to revamp it you need to give people something to want and i feel like the last of us was like hey this is what we want we can handle like more mature storylines and more more serious aspects of life, and like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like, and I don't know, some M-rated game. Like you can still incorporate those things into a broad spectrum, so that people right. can understand yeah. it.
0: I mean, I totally agree with you with like Last of Us. These these very narrative, mature-themed games yeah. that are even though they're compelling and cinematic to play, which is part of the allure of them they still sneak in a lot of undertones that are very complex. Mm. For for an average viewer, right, you can bring in a lot of psychology, and then there's really good science within the art and how they implement certain things, talking specifically about Last of Us, which you probably, since you know about it. Yeah. Um, I just think it really shows that there, there's a, a user base for a lot of these things that doesn't want replayability, right? Yeah. They don't want to play the Fortnites. They don't want to play... These surface level games that just, I just want to drop into a new game and be done in, you know, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. Yeah. They want to play a game that's narratively complex and they feel like they're going through a story and it's a journey that they're going through, right? Because we're all going through a journey yeah. in our life. And I think if more people realize that kind of nuance to it yeah. and kind of like operate in a different way or just kind of like, I don't know if you watched Ozark. I've heard Ozark is like crazy. I was
1: actually gonna start watching it before I came out here, but (laughs) I did not have the chance to because I I actually watched a um, drama roundtable, and you know it had Michael B. Jordan, J.K. Simmons, and they were all talking about yeah, they were all talking about you know like acting their careers, the little Mm -hmm. nuances that they do on screen um, because. Contrary to proper belief acting is actually very very difficult. Yes, uh, especially <laughs> when you're talking about you have to convey those emotions through yourself To another person and make that person believe that those are your true emotions. Yes you know, It's very um, it's a very, very nuanced. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely nuanced and, and very subtle but um uh, Nathan Bateman was on there And he was He was talking about Ozark And I didn't know What Ozark was about at all And he didn't He didn't give any spoilers away Or anything Right yeah. but
0: I haven't watched it yet either But I re- all I hear is good things about it was it. A,
1: it was actually really interesting I was like Oh this, this actually sounds kind of good I might kind of watch You know A couple yeah. episodes You know They got season two out now so, Right yeah you know, That's why I brought
0: it up Because it sounds like Something you'd really enjoy Yeah And uh, you know j- Just like being able To be part of a creative outlet like this podcast is and writing and stuff now it really really gives me appreciation for other forms of creative outlet in yeah, any form definitely, of it. definitely you know and i see other people doing interesting or fun things or really like chasing the edge you know trying to dive deeper into different things and you know my whole thing about this stuff is to never boil things down into this or that as yeah m- as much as facebook's loves to do I of like course. to take this or that and be like, okay, how do we bring both of those things as close together as possible mm. and find a middle ground or balance between those things? You know, you probably yeah. see the diet stuff or the exercise stuff and all that kind of things all the time. <laughs> yeah. And you know, my point is that's not the right that just alienates half the people that are part of your group of people because we all care about being healthy or whatever, but yeah. it, <laughs> it's it's just so crazy to me and I I find when you bring like stories bring people together.
1: Yeah, they you know? do. They do. <laughs> I mean, they really do. I mean, just look at, just look at the last Infinity War movie. I mean, right. <laughs> um, everyone was like, man, you know, it was a great movie. Right. It was. It, it was, was definitely a really great movie. It was, it was well done. I loved it. I'm sure a lot of the people did too. And there's a there's themes in there that everyone can understand, like through all the Marvel movies. Absolutely. And um, that's why I kind of, I like kind of falling in love with cinema. You could say. Yeah. I I took a, I took um a I think it was called Rhetoric of Cinema class right, yeah. at Conan. Yeah, that was it. and they said you know it was gonna change your perspective and how you see things, <laughs> and it kind of you know it kind of did. You know I watch movies now and I kind of see the character move, and you know he'll maybe have his hand up by his face, and then they'll make the cut, and then he'll be looking down like at the ground or something. I'm like, oh well, come on, what are you cutting that for? Like, <laughs> like oh man, I, it, you it's missed just kinda, that middle point, right? Yeah, it's just like it kind of it kind of gets to me because I see that, and then it kind of it kind of put put it in perspective like the mm-hmm. you know the directing aspect right, and yeah. just like the way things are breaking down in movies and then the acting po- mm-hmm. like they're two they're two separate things right yeah like there's there's a, there's a camera that records it and the scene what's going on and there's an actor that's doing it and and then there's doing what a he's doing. third
0: layer of editing it, yeah the right? edi- i was just about to say that i was just about to say there's a third layer
1: of editing <laughs> to make to put it all together yeah. and make it cohesive yeah. so that the person seeing it can understand it
0: yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I really like to see like you're you're interested in it because I could tell. by you when you as you sit here and explain it,
1: yeah, yeah I I don't know, it's just you're going so down the rabbit hole with it. Yeah, yeah, just I don't know. I've just gotten really into it as like a way to kind of express because I I've never been really cr- uh, creative. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But this is like the only way I felt like I could. Yeah. Express that's, like my creativity or like my emotions. And
0: yeah.
1: You know that that's, I, that's Chase why. Chase it, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I'm like getting like so into it. And I'm like, <laughs> it, it's weird too because I kind of. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to be like Denzel Washington. It'll probably never happen. <laughs> but
0: See, Everyone starts somewhere, man. Yeah, I, I guess.
1: But, like, I kind of I look at the realness of, you know, like the acting sphere. Like, you know, you got a 26% unemployment rate. Right. And, like, I look at other things in life, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. i not doing that. And then I get to acting, and I'm like, man, that's that really sucks. But I think I still want to do it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, like there's calls you. like, bit? man, I should just drop the acting class. <laughs> you know, it's kind of yeah. yeah, it's kind of, kind of weirdly depressing. But like, I don't know why. Like, it just it just calls just, your name. I'm, in I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm still attracted to it, even though it's just, it mm-hmm. looks so dismal. You right. know what I mean?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, there's, I don't know. I, I don't even think, if it's something like that too, where it's like purely creative and something you just feel you know able to express yourself cuz i think in modern times expressing yourself has to be you know walking on eggshells some of the time yeah <laughs> um you know where you, where you can feel like yourself in in you know in every aspect of yourself right cuz yeah. we all have these multifaceted complexities um it just really shows to like it doesn't Part of it, yeah, it does matter like financially, but the other part of it yeah. is being able to chase your dream. Even if yeah. even if you're doing it on the side, right? You could just spend, you know, a couple yeah. hours a week working I'm, on it, right? I mean <laughs> I I mean
1: I, I think about like, you know, think about the King Queens or Titan A E right, and those yeah. movies that, that resonated with me. Like what can I do and display that to can, resonate with yeah, to resonate with <laughs> someone else? Because yeah, th- I mean, if that can get one person to go, oh man you know maybe this could be a way that i could you know what i mean like that yeah, could, exactly. that's that's such a <laughs> such a great feeling like you could give somebody motivation yeah. <laughs> and you know i guess that kind of goes in goes that's into what le- podcast
0: m- is all about <laughs> yeah like you know and it kind of goes
1: into life like there was this guy um speaking of just you know giving people like motivation and whatnot um you know just you know you never look down on anybody or anything right. like that there's this guy um that was working with working on a truck you know he's bringing our stuff bringing our stuff to us, you know, me and the guy start start talking. And he goes, um he goes, Yeah, man, you know, you know, he kinda kinda put himself down. He goes, Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not that smart. You know, I kinda gave kinda gave up, you know, in high school, whatever. Like he never graduated high school. Right. And he said that he was going back or he was trying to go back. He you know, he's just get his G E D Yeah. And he's you know, he's doing a truck driving business and he's got a wife now and he's got a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah hey, man, that's good. And the minute that I said that it was like man like I could see the, the the effect it had and he like you could see him he it felt was almost proud like he, of himself it was almost like he spoke to me like man nobody's said that to me like in years like literally he changed like he changed his, his whole mood his whole expression right. and it was just like it was almost weird for me because I was like damn no, nobody said that to you like nobody said that's good that you're going back like right like I there's, there's plenty of people that have like messed up in life but I mean you're you're trying, like, you know, you, yeah. you I mean you realize what, what's going on, you're you're trying to go back like this good and I could see nobody even gave him a compliment on that. That's crazy. And it was just yeah. like crazy to see how like uplifted his, his mood was and right. then he's like he's like, Oh, well yeah, man, you know, and then and then he started like opening it up more and then he felt like you know, someone wasn't there to judge him. He felt he's someone like, cared. Yeah, basically. like oh like, Oh, you care that I'm a person. Like i like you
0: saw him for yeah, what he was, Yeah, it?
1: <laughs> which I did I just saw him as a person. I was that's like, Yeah, awesome. that's good, man and yeah, it was just you know it felt good to see his mood lift up like yeah. that. And then it was just like I don't know, it was just crazy to me, like just the fact that like what, no one said this to yeah. you? Like
0: Well words have a powerful yeah, effect. Yeah, it people. was just it was just crazy <laughs> to
1: me, like, Jesus, like you should be happy for that he yeah. <laughs> like everyone should be happy that you're going back, you know? You
0: know, that part of me too is it it kinda goes back to what school is like for a lot of us growing up. Mm. where it's like putting us in you know a square a square peg in a round hole kind of thing yeah, where, you, where you had definitely. to box in per- certain things to your personality or interests because it doesn't just fit in yeah. normally and you know when you go like like you're saying you never felt creative before i yeah. have thought of myself as the same way but from a different side of it because being an engineer and all that kind of stuff and analytical and numbers driven and all that kind of stuff You know that that says the the normal definition of creativity is you know artistic you know music piano drawing you know that kind of stuff yeah and so when i see that i'm like well i'm not creative because i like all this other stuff with numbers and you know whatever and then as i've been doing all this stuff with podcasting and whatnot like not doing it actually but like listening to it it's like the the act of creativity is is about like bringing in your own personal experiences and then applying that your own experiences and creating something new with those things right so like when you're mm. talking about stories that's your form of creativity because you want to make stories that take what you've experienced and then give life to those things mm. and then make it resonate with people out there too because they there's, cause it, the way I see it too is there's as long as if you believe in something there's at least one other there's, you already know there's an audience of one because mm. you believe in it because you would care because you, the reason you want to make that real is because of you, you already know it's too true in some way so there's at least one person out there and if there's 7 billion people on the planet if 1% of them or 1% of 1% of those people yeah. that's at least you know a crazy amount of people out there that it could resonate with yeah. you know, and the more people I think that you can resonate with broadly with these kind of conversations the more you realize that we're really not that different
1: yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're we're really not And it's, like, I think um, That whole aspect Of us being not, like, different It kind of really Showed itself, you know, with the whole Donald Trump thing and right, whatnot, yeah. not to get too political On here, yeah, don't worry but, about like, that. I just I think the biggest thing Well, it's been, it, you know, it's been kind of a learning experience For me, too, because right. now I kind of see, like, okay Well, you kind of see things for what they are And it's like, you can't You can't just Dismiss people so rapidly when you don't know them when you don't know anything they're about you don't know what they've done and like you haven't you haven't talked to them you know what i mean like you don't even know these people personally and it's like you know you're just (laughs) jumping out the box like i I hate you and it's like why (laughs) i don't know because other people did too so (laughs) it's like okay just just stop like yeah actually try to learn about it like my mindset is if you truly hate something learn the most about it and then see if you really hate it because (laughs) there's a large chance that you won't yeah, there's a huge Absolutely. chance that you won't. So I, I feel like more people should, hopefully, you know, think like that, just to get them to learn about something that they're like, oh, I I hate yeah. this or I hate that. Okay, learn about it. Yeah, you know, and see <laughs> see if at the end of the day, after you do all your research, if you truly hate it. There's a there's a chance you just might be like, yeah, I, I just don't agree with them. Yeah, right. and you that's totally I mean? fine. But if you yeah. put the
0: effort in, that's. Just do that little bit of effort because, yeah. you know, because, you know, a lot of it now is just, you know, keywords and buzzwords and whatever. People like I saw this, you know, headline a hundred times, so I'm going yeah. <laughs> to say it over and over again. And yeah, I really that's awesome that you say that because it's kind of like my core thing, too, is just trying anything. I have like a knee jerk reaction against or leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, why is that? You know, like yeah. immediately yeah. like hmm, there's something there, but I don't know what it is yet. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then or, or then you'll be on like facebook per se and then somebody right. somebody like who actually knows about it says something and then you said the opposite thing and now it's like you look dumb and you're like hmm, maybe i should research that yeah <laughs> like let me let me look into that because and delete my comment <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> like hmm, i didn't really i just kind of jumped into that one a little yeah. a little premature right
1: <laughs> yeah but I, but i definitely think that helps or at least for me that's what's helped out a lot yeah and trying to Understand other people's perspectives and how they see things, or as to why they see them. I mean, I I've had in the in the Marine Corps uh, there was a guy who literally said, um "There's no black people where I live. You're the first black person that I've met, and wow. I'm and I'm friends with. Like he, he's a pretty he's a really honest guy. He's cool. Yeah. And, you know he's not he's not racist or anything. Like right. he's just he's just straight up said I don't have any. He's telling people. you a fact. Yeah. And <laughs> then the he's like the one you know the one other white kid that was around you know it's sagging his pants and all that other stuff and it was like that was that was it so he just wasn't around it so it's like you know it, you kind of have to understand that there there are still places in the united states where other people just haven't been around other races and right, yeah. the only thing that they have to go off of is the TV, news. yeah right. tv news movies and that's it so, when they see someone else of that same color, then that's just automatically what they think, yeah, but if you sit down and talk with them and you have a conversation with them, and then you can kind of show them like hey thats that's not what that is this is what it is that's you know? in-
0: that's super interesting, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, a, that's crazy i think that's a great point to end it end off this podcast it's already been over an hour man
1: Sweet. It went fast <laughs> i know dude I, it's like
0: a time warp when you start getting these conversations just yeah get in a groove and just pew, time goes flying <laughs>
1: yeah it went pretty fast all
0: right man thanks for joining
1: all right thanks for definitely thanks for having me i really uh, appreciate you inviting me on and whatnot. of course
0: dude anyone is always welcome especially from the friend group so till next time Thank you all for listening to this episode of Feeding Curiosity. I hope you all learned something or at least got you thinking. If you want to dive in deeper, please head over to feedingcuriosity.net to find related links or just more podcasts and blogs that we posted there. On top of this, please consider subscribing to our newsletter to stay up to date on the latest happenings on the website. Thank you all for joining me one more time, and we'll catch you all in the next episode.